disruption is happening with more intensity and more frequency. And so as a business owner, especially a small business owner, when you see this stuff going on, you really have two responses. I'm excited to have Tom Ziegler here with me on Bring On Success. I've had a long relationship with the Ziegler family. Many of you have heard that Zig Ziegler changed my life. I had an opportunity to meet Zig years ago. And now I am honored to have a relationship, a friendship with his son, Tom. Hey, Tom, how are you? Well, I'm better than good, as dad would say. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He, he had a lot of sayings. I often quote them, actually. People are like, where'd you get that quote? And why do you have that accent? I'm saying, that's not my accent. That's Zig's. Because sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll do the Zig accent, <laughs> which was very specific to Zig. That was pretty much a trademark, wasn't it? Yeah, I call uh, him the quote master. He could come up with a quote that just was spot on. And you can remember, and those are two things that are important on a quote, uh, because otherwise it doesn't get quoted. No, absolutely. Yeah. If you go to Google, everybody, and you just type in Zig Ziglar quotes, there's there's endless amounts of them. And there are so many people who have indexed them somewhere on a page or a blog or something. Uh, if you don't know who the Ziglar family is, uh, start doing some research. Read some books. A lot of great books written by Zig, and Tom has written some books, and it's it's just been a great, great family business, and it all started a very, very, very long time ago with Zig Ziglar, who built quite a life and business in speaking and motivating and training people over the years. Really one of the most genuinely nice guys I have ever gotten to know, Tom, your dad, just just a fantastic man. Oh yeah, he was he was better off stage than he was on stage, uh, better at home than he was at work. And of course, um, I run into people every day and they feel like uh, he's he's their grandfather or their great uncle. Uh, because they've spent so many hours in automobile university listening to him. Uh, so I meet, I meet family and friends wherever I go. So what a blessing. And he, you know, we, we've been in business over five decades, uh, all around his ability to communicate a life-changing message, a, a, a timely message in a timely way, or a, a timeless message in a timely way, uh, as we like to say. So yeah, just a real blessing uh, to carry on what he started uh, and do it in a little bit different way because, you know, he was an, an amazing personality and nobody was better in front of 20,000 people than Zig Ziglar. And that's a little bit different skill set than the rest of us have. So we have to do it in our own way. And we've been able to do that. So very, very blessed and fortunate. Yes, absolutely. So a few weeks ago, both you and I were at a Howard Partridge phenomenal event. I had mentioned to you before you left that I was going to be taking the stage the next day and you weren't going to be able to see my talk. But in any case, 
I spoke about a lot of things, but a lot of it was my mentor in my car a few decades ago, and that happened to be Zig Ziglar. Zig is one of the people that really told me that I needed to quit my job and become an entrepreneur full-time. Now, he didn't know me. He didn't say those things specifically, but that's what I heard from him. He said that I'm better than I thought I was, and he was right. So in any case, and Tom, I don't know if you know this, on stage in front of 150 people, I'm telling this story. Of course, tears came to my eyes, which is tough. It's always hard for me to get through a story like that without tearing up. And I pull out of my jacket pocket the cassette tape I was referring to in its original case, a Zig Ziglar cassette. After my talk, I'm in the men's room. Three or four gentlemen say, hey, that was a great talk. It was moving. I enjoyed it. Can I buy that cassette from you? <laughs> I, this is true. No joke. I said, absolutely not. This is mine. This, is, this sits out on my bookshelf. This was a turning point in my life. I was 36 years old, and it changed my life. And, Tom, you've heard this story over and over again, not just for me but from people from all walks of life. A hundred percent. You know, it's amazing how many people, uh, they have a dream or they want to do something and either they get feedback from people around them. Oh, you can't do that. Or they've just got that limiting belief that, Hey, that's for other people, not for me. And then all of a sudden they hear Zig Ziglar say, wait a second, you need to understand who you are. And then that confidence and that hope builds. And then that's always followed. Dad said, never give a promise without a plan. So if you say, hey, you can be what you want to be and do what you want to do, that's a great promise. But then you have to follow it up with a plan on how to get there. And so that's where the lives really changed is they would, they would, they would, they would feel the message was for them. And because that trust was there. They would try a few of the little things that, that dad would recommend. And wouldn't you know it, they worked, right? They worked because they were based on truth. And usually when you go to work doing the right thing in the right way, you get results. <laughs> and so people's lives would start to change because they would do something different and they'd get a different result. And they'd go, I wonder what else he said. And they'd go in and try that and they'd get another result. And so before you know it, they'd wake up one day and they'd be like, wow, I'm a lot different than I was a year ago. And that's because of that. Uh, you know, you, dad had a great quote. He said, you are what you are and where you are because of what's gone into your mind. You can change what you are and you can change where you are by changing what goes into your mind. And that's exactly what that is an example of is people were changing what what was going into their mind and that changed their thinking and their thinking, their belief and their belief, their action and the action that result. And so that's what I get to run into all over the world. Uh, and it's interesting because everybody's story is the same, but it's always a little bit different. And so one tape or one uh, lesson that impacted the first person is different than the second person is different than the third person. So he just had this appeal to every every type of person, every area of life that's just amazing. That's absolutely true. And I am excited for everybody on earth to still have an opportunity to be touched by your father. 
your father passed away a number of years ago, and I was fortunate enough to meet him just prior to his passing. It was a couple years prior to, but he had taken a fall. That's when I met him shortly after that. And your sister was on stage with him. He was still out there, though, and you know she was helping him on stage to talk to our group. I'll never forget, I went to the back of the room, and I told him the story that I've told you before, Tom, of, about how he changed my life, and he signed a book for me, and that was one of the biggest thrills of my life. But he's still here with us with his audio content. There's some video. There's, of course, his books. And there's Tom and his team in Dallas. Tell everybody what you guys do today to help that small business owner, that self-employed person, that entrepreneur. How can you guys help them? Yeah, so our primary focus today is around coaching. One of the new programs that we have, I came out with a book at the end of last year in December called 10 Leadership Virtues for Disruptive Times. And so what I did for the previous 18 months was really study the disruption in business primarily because of COVID. And, you know, we had the shutdowns and then it was hard to find people. And then we had the great resignation then we, and, you know, supply chain. And then now there's inflation and there's this thing called quiet quitting. And so what we're seeing is, and this is what I believe, is that disruption is happening with more intensity and more frequency. And so as a business owner, especially a small business owner, when you see this stuff going on, you really have two responses. And the first response is kind of the normal one, which is, oh, no, what's going to change now? How am I going to be able to survive if I can't even see my customer, what am I going to do? If I can't even hire people, what am I going to do? But the second response is what we really teach. And that is we have to embrace the disruption. It's really our best friend. And it gives us an opportunity to serve even more people. Because when disruption affects everyone, that means everyone has more problems. That means there's more problems to solve. And you can see it out there. There are businesses and companies and organizations who are People focus on on solving problems and they're thriving. Now, they're in a high growth environment. They're learning something new every day. And that's another lesson that we teach in the, in, in the book and in our coach leadership program is that as leaders, not only do we brace disruption, but we really focus on growing our people. And the reason for that is if if we always try to do it the way we used to do it and the world changes, then we're stuck. But if we're always innovating and learning and growing and getting feedback from the way the world's changing and we're one step ahead of the world, then disruption is our friend. And it's not that we want disruption that upends lives and causes harm and pain. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just the reality that we're going through an amazing time in history where the convergence of technology and all these things are creating new ways of doing business. All the pandemic did was accelerate a lot of things by 10 years, whether that's the work from home or different types of technology that we take advantage of that, you know, if you were 70 years old, two years ago, you probably never ordered from Amazon to deliver. <laughs> now, Everybody in the world orders for delivery, right? So there's been all these changes. So we got to have the mindset and then we've got to walk out the virtues. 
And the virtues are the key. Uh, everybody says, love your people, but nobody tells you how. And so as a business owner, if I'm going to treat my people well, how do I do that? Well, I walk out the 10 virtues and then we cover that in the program. And then we go into detail on how to have an intentional coaching conversation with each of your people every week. And that is a life-changing process because when you do that, you're no longer telling your people what to do. You're asking them questions that allows you to co-create a plan with them that they have ownership on. And then they end up growing and becoming more effective every day. And when somebody on the team is more effective tomorrow than they are today, that means they have a future that means they're in line for a pay increase or a promotion. That means the company is going to eventually do better profits and growth. So it's really a, it's a powerful combination. And when I'm working with a leader who says to me, hey, what's your why? What's your dream? Who, who do you want to become? Why are you here? And I really believe they care. And then they start protecting my quality of life and helping me develop into a more effective person in every area of my life. That's a place I want to stay because every day I grow towards my purpose, that's a day that's exciting. And and that's why I think if dad were alive, uh, he'd be very excited about the times that we're in. Not because they're not challenge-free. There's always challenge, but because people are focused again on to what the real core values and and, and important things are, which are our family and our and our health and our faith and our relationships. And then business falls in there, right? So if we sacrifice our health or our family for our business, that's no good. But if we build our physical health, if we build our relationships, if our family's strong, if our mental outlook is great, then we're going to be more effective in the work that we do. So that's a win-win with that. I totally agree with you, Tom. You said a couple of things that I want to go back and touch upon. I'll start with how to love people. We as human beings, we as people who live in the communities we live in, oh, U.S. citizens, we live in this country, for instance, we aren't taught many things. Often many people go into a marriage without counseling ahead of time. How do you love someone? How do you live with someone? How about how do you parent? Well, we have the same problems in our businesses. We have a drive, we have a vision, we have a plan, but that doesn't mean the people who are on your team, if you can even call them people on your team yet, your employees, that doesn't mean that they're on your team yet. That doesn't mean they share your vision and you have to love them, take care of them, manage them like you would children. And they're not all the same. So you can't treat everyone the same either. That's a big deal. I think that's single most biggest challenge that people have with a people business. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. And dad said this. He said, you don't build a business, you build people and people build the business. And it starts with your approach towards your people, right? You know, we, you've got to have um, this, this mindset and this belief that the way you build a thriving business is you, you build thriving people. And so you enter into that relationship with, Hey, how can I help you? 
right? How can I serve you? What is it that you need? I, I like this real simple uh, question. So if you're an owner or a leader and you've got a, a direct report, just ask them, hey, you know, in 2023, do you want to make more money, the same money or less money? Well, <laughs> 95% of the people are going to say more money. And the ones who say, well, I'm not sure, probably what they're saying is they want more flexibility. Maybe they want a different schedule and they don't mind working a little bit less and earning a little bit less if they have more flexibility. But 95% are going to say more money. And then this is what I believe as, as the leader, as what we call the coach leader, your job is to pay them more money. And so you respond back to them with this simple answer. Hey, I want to pay you more money. I want to give you the promotion. But in order to do that, you have to be more effective tomorrow than you are today. You have to contribute to the growth and profitability of the business. Does that sound fair? And just about every team member is going to say, yeah, that makes sense. My contribution and my compensation need to line up. If I contribute more, I should be compensated more. And then you follow that question up with this. Well, well, fantastic. So what attitude can you demonstrate that'll make you more effective in what you do? What, what skill can you improve that'll make you more effective? What effort can you put out that will make you more effective? And you start asking that person, you ask them, hey, what do you need? How do you need to grow in order to be more effective? And through those questions, ownership comes. And as the leader, and you've got more experience usually, you're you're co-creating, you're guiding the conversation. So if somebody's off base, you can bring them back in. But it will tell a lot about where they are. And then when they say they want to make more money, ask them why. And usually they'll say something simple like, well, I got a car payment or a rent payment. And you say, no, beyond that, why do you want to make more money? And you keep asking why until they start sharing with you their bigger dreams. Oh, because, you know, I, I want to get out of debt so I can get married or I want to build a house someday or I've got kids that are going to be going to college. And you say, you know what? That's an awesome why. I want to help with that. And when they start seeing you as the leader helping them move towards their purpose and their why, it changes the way they work because now they're working for their why, their dream, instead of a paycheck. But as dad said, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care about them. So you got to ask the why, because if you got five people on your team, there's five different whys. And so you got to tie your company mission, the problem you solve, the bigger cause, the reason your company exists with the individual team members whys, because top performers, they want to work for some place for somebody, for some business that has a higher calling. You know, they don't, they don't want to pound nails. They want to build homes where families enjoy Christmas, right? They, yeah. They don't want to, yeah. they don't, they don't want to clean carpets. They, they want to create an atmosphere where a memory is made at Thanksgiving, which is coming up, right? That's, and so there's always a higher cause, a higher purpose. And as owners, we've got to share that with our people so they get excited about it. I totally, totally agree. You're spot on on this. So for people who are listening right now, Tom, who are enjoying this and saying, okay, how can I learn more? What's the best way 
for everybody to reach you. And by the way, we're going to be putting this information in the description of the podcast as well. So you'll just be able to do a quick click. But what is the best way for them to reach you? Yeah, the, the very best way is to go to our our website, which is Ziggler.com. And we have free gifts there. Um, we have probably dad's best ever speech called Biscuits, Fleas, and Pump Handles. And it's a recording from years ago. It'll remind you, if you don't have it, Jim, you'll, you should go download it. Uh, it's, it'll just remind you of classic Zig Ziglar. So for those of you who haven't heard of Zig talk, you get one for free. Um, and then also that gets you on our newsletter. And through that, we have live events, both, um, in person and online. We do a lot of webinars. And so you'll be given notices of that. So you can try us out. You, you can see the different things that we offer and, and the, the programs and uh, seminars and, and coaching things that we offer. Such a great legacy, such great experience. Tom Ziegler grew up in this world. It's not something he decided to become on his own. He embraced it, I'm sure, right, Tom? Because your father was Zig Ziglar. And, and so when you live in that household, the children in that household can't help but absorb it. It's like my children. My children don't know me as the guy who used to work in the corporate world. They only know me as an entrepreneur because I started when they were two years old. So I'm sure in your household, when you grew up, you absorbed all this and it became your life. Yeah. People say, what was it like growing up? was Zig Ziglar. And I'm like, I don't know any different. (laughs) And I'm glad I don't, (laughs) you know, it was just the way we were raised. I remember as a kid, you know, 12 years old, Sunday morning, come early and seven 30. And of course, when you're 12 or 13, you want to sleep till noon. Uh, dad would come in and he'd say, son, it's time to get up time to go to church. And I'd say, Dad, do I have to go to church? And he'd say, no, you get to go to church. <laughs> and so <laughs> I was in a get-to house, right? I got to mow the yard. You know, we, we got to take the trash out. It was awesome. All of those things really came together. And it you're right. It just gets into your DNA. And I've just been blessed with that. A little while ago, Tom, you had mentioned change. And, um, you know, change is inevitable, it's happened more and more now, I think, in the past 20 years than it ever has. And certainly since COVID, we've seen a tremendous amount of change. I love change. I've always embraced it. It's like turning over the soil. I think it's a good thing, but many people really don't like change. And I'm telling you right now, everybody, going forward in your lifetime, regardless of how old you are, change is going to happen more and more and faster and faster. And if you don't get used to change, you will be left behind. Big companies today that aren't even that old are laying off tens of thousands of people. Tech companies. Really? Yeah, because stuff happens and things change. I picked up on that, Tom, a few moments ago when you talked about that. Can you go into a little more detail? Yes, there's a there's a book I read called uh, The Black Swan. It's by Nassim Taleb, and and a black swan is a is a huge change event, right? It's a tsunami, it's a pandemic, it's a world war, it's a financial crisis, and he studied throughout history who does the best in those big 
huge changes, right? Those black swan events. And so here's two takeaways that every everybody who's listening to this can do. Uh, back when Castro took over Cuba, there were thousands of Cubans who fled to Florida and they, they left with everything they could put in a suitcase. And many of them did not unpack that suitcase for 10 years because they just knew they were going to get called to come home. Of course, it never happened. And so they put their life on hold. And so the principle number one is people who do best in a time of change are the ones who embrace the now and let go of the way it was. So if you're suddenly laid off, if your your main product or whatever you've been serving no longer is, is no longer a solution that people want, you can try to saddle the dead horse for as long as you want, or you can go, okay, well, what's the new solution? And so the people who jump to what's now the fastest do the best. The second is this, and this is really interesting. What they discovered is that the people who did the best during these big times of change, they would literally limit their news input to about 10 minutes a day from a conservative source and then 10 minutes a day from a liberal source. In other words... They were only taking a little bit in and they were trying to keep it balanced and then they shut it out. And why is that so important? Because if we only go one direction, we get confirmation bias and we don't hear the nuggets and the truth from the other side. And so we get trapped into a way of thinking that only perpetuates what we've been doing. And so we've got to be very careful with who we associate, the conversations we have, how much time we spend on social media, what our news sources are, so that when we get new information in the market, we're able to receive it other than to, and rather than to automatically think it's true or automatically think it's false. Because the reality is, is, is what's going to work is going to come from a little bit from all directions. And we've got to be ready to hear that. That's a great point, and I couldn't agree with you more. On that note, I want to thank you very much, Tom Ziegler, for joining me here on the Bring On Success program. Ziegler.com. Everybody, go to Ziegler.com and get your free gifts. If you don't know much about Ziegler and, of course, Zig Ziegler and Tom and his family and his great team in Dallas, just go to Ziegler.com, do some research, I'm telling you, if you get involved with Ziegler, it is going to enrich your life, not just on a business level, but I'm telling you on a personal level as well. Tom, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate you. 